Breeze 94.5. All right, again, apologize about those technical difficulties. You missed a couple touchdowns. First for Axel, they scored on a 38-yard Tyler Danberg pass to Lane Bertrand to extend the lead to 22-0. But then less than 30 seconds later, actually less than 20 seconds later, Trent, it was a 63-yard touchdown run by Colton Wademan. 22-6 right now, Axel leads as they're about to get the ball back. Kickoff from Blue Hill, nice deep one, going to be caught at the five-yard line, running to that far side, following some blockers, and finally brought down at the 35-yard line. Great field position upcoming for the Wildcats. Yeah, good return there up to the 36-yard line. Um, Axel's had a lot of success on the ground already, already up to 132 yards on the ground. We're still got a couple minutes left in the first quarter, so uh, Axel not having any troubles early, up 22-6. to six. Coming out for their fourth possession are the Wildcats scored on their first three of the ball game, including the very first play of the game on a 65-yard Creighton Cream touchdown run. They're going to run a play-action pass with a bootleg to this near side running over here, and in all kinds of room is Tyler Danberg dancing back inside. He fumbles the ball at the 10, but he'll pick it up himself and run it in. One play later, after giving up the first points of the game, it's going to be a 45-yard touchdown run. For Tyler Danberg. Yeah, play action bootleg to the near side here. And he was able to outrun everybody, weave his way down for 45 yards. McLean Seaman came up for Blue Hill at about the five-yard line and almost forced the fumble, but Danberg was able to hold on to it and get into the end zone for the fourth Wildcat touchdown. Just waiting on that extra point now as they break the huddle. Been hit and miss on these two-point conversions for the Wildcats. Under center eye formation, as they have been for a number of times. Going to just throw this one up into the end zone. Caught for two on the other side. Aaron Skaggs reeling this one in. So two more points on the board. Make it eight total. And now it's 30-6 to six with just two minutes to go in the first quarter. Axtell leads Blue Hill on the breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Axtell with a 30-6 lead, just two minutes to go in this first quarter. The offense is 4-for-4 once they've taken the field. Only play that's gone for points so far for Blue Hill as we await their now fifth time out onto the field has been that the last time they were on with a 63-yard touchdown run by Colton Wademan. Other than that, they've had to nickel and dime and have punted the ball a number of times already. We're just waiting to see Tyler Danberg, following that touchdown run, put his foot into it for the kickoff. Nice high kickoff, going to be caught just inside the 10-yard line, running to the far side is Colton Wademan, who bounces up past the 20 and be brought down just short of the 25. Good, good field position there for Blue Hill out to about the 25-yard line. Field position hasn't been a problem for him. It's uh, getting a clean snap, getting blocks up front. But, you know, if they can keep doing what they did last possession there, uh, they can at least uh, put some more points on the board, try to 
they're just out here trying to get better and better uh, each and every play. As we talked about in pregame, both of these teams already out of the playoffs, so playing for pride here in Week 9. Motion coming left to right. Looks like a pass. Nope, going to be a quarterback draw with McLean Seaman to that far side. He'll pick up, we'll call it six yards on the play as he runs out past the 30. Yeah, might be coming back. I see a flag there in the backfield. Usually that's a holding call, uh, but it's a good play design where um, basically fake the pass and quarterback draw to the left there and there's a hold on the backside, so that one's going to come back 10 yards. A positive play negated by the flag backing, backing up the Bobcats. So uh, as they had that good field position, we saw back-to-back plays essentially going for uh, for touchdowns and the Bobcats trying to scratch their way back into this one, trailing by 24 as we near the end of the first quarter. Going to be backed up all the way to their own 10-yard line. Seaman will take the snap, flip it out here to the near side, running back across the grain, but then stopped. I think maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage, but nothing doing there for Wademan. Yeah, I know Blue Hill's young, but too many guys standing around on the offensive line. you got to go and tr- at least try to hit somebody. Um, Axel is doing a really nice job. they got a lot of good team speed. Uh, they're going to end the year on, you know, probably with five wins if this one holds up. Uh, so they're they're a pretty good team, even though they're. it looks like right now they're on the outside of the playoffs. Axtell just doesn't have one of those wins to get themselves a lot of power points. Right now, Blue Hill going under center, handing it off to the far side, but still nothing doing on that run. Falling forward for a yard on the play is going to be Wynn Wilmot. Very, very long third down. As we said right now, they're at their 10. Need to get out to the 35-yard line. Yeah, third and long here. Third and shoot uh, about 40 miles, it looks like. Uh, they're going to have to go to the air, give themselves a chance to convert here. they got to get to the 35-yard line, and they're at the round 10. Third and 25 under center is Seaman, so we'll see where they're going to go on this one. Handing the ball off to the near side to Wademan, who's trying to get around to the edge, but he's going to lose four on the play. So not what you need on that third down and 25. Fourth down and 29 upcoming for the Bobcats. It looks like another punt for them uh, right here deep in their own territory after starting with great field position. Yeah, probably a punting situation here. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Fourth and 29, and looks like that's the end of the first quarter. That's going to be the end of the first quarter where right now it is Axtell leading 30-6 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At A&M Ag Partners Incorporated, we know the importance of staying connected and getting our boots dirty all season long. As seed experts, we look to get the most out of your fields by putting ourselves in them throughout the season. We know that a bad season for you can result in a bad year for your community, which is why we are here to assist year-round. Find us online at amagpartners.com or call 308-708-7447. A&M Ag Partners Incorporated, seedsmanship at work. The Breeze 94.5. Getting ready to start the second quarter where Axel is leading Blue Hill here on the Breeze 94.5. Looking at both of these teams' schedules, Blue Hill does have a win, a 55-10 win over Franklin. Axel looking at possibly ending the year 5-3 and three with their wins being over 2-5 and five Loomis, 2-5 and five Pleasanton, 1-6 Elwood, 0-7 Franklin with their losses to undefeated Kennesaw, 4-4 four and four Giltner, and 
five and three Lawrence Nelson. So just didn't put together uh, enough power points based on the wins they have through the year. Right now, our officials, our unofficial numbers, have the the Wildcats out. Fourth down punt, going to take a bounce at the 27-yard line. So very, very good field position upcoming for the Wildcats, who are going to take over four for four right now on scoring drives once they've taken the field, coming out for their fifth. Yeah, as good a field position as you can get. A short punt there. Uh, didn't have a lot of time to get that ball off of his foot. But uh, Axel takes over on their own. 27-yard line. Uh, I would expect to see a little bit more of Aaron Skaggs and Creighton Crane going forward. Coming up under center is Tyler Danberg. He's got both Skaggs and Crane behind him in the eye formation. Taking the snap, and now they are going to run it right up the middle with, I believe that was Klingsborn. Gain, modest gain of uh, five yards from what we've seen Axel can do. They've scored on one play multiple times, but that's just a nice five-yard gain to start the possession. Yeah, and if you're Blue Hill, you're probably happy with the five-yard gain, which usually you wouldn't be, but the way this game's going, um, uh, nose tackle and, and did a good job there shutting that play down. I right, formation again, toss sweep to the far side, Creighton Kring, who's got a little bit of the edge following some blockers. He's at the 10, and he's going to run in for another touchdown. From 22 yards out, Creighton Kring putting six more on the board. They pulled the backside guard there, and he didn't even have to touch anybody. It was Creighton Kring way out front for 22 yards. He had two or three lead blockers there, and and Axtale goes five for five on the first five possessions of the ball game. That time it only took two plays to put up the points for Axtell, and this is looking like a team that, Although it looks like they're going to be missing the playoffs, definitely a team that, depending on the matchup, could have won one or two games in the playoffs. All of those brackets will come out tomorrow. We'll keep you updated on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Two-point conversion. Going to be a pass play going to the far side. Just a little bit too far for Dustin Klingsborn. So as it stands, it's going to be 36-6 to lead for Axtell over Blue Hill early in the second quarter here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For all your furniture and flooring needs, stop at Blue Hill Furniture. In business since 1889, Blue Hill Furniture has the stability, selection, and quality of larger stores to go with friendly service and competitive prices. Top brand names, too. If you're looking for a single piece or an entire room, Blue Hill Furniture will take care of you. Better Buys in Blue Hill, located at 501 West Gage. For your convenience, they accept Visa and MasterCard. Blue Hill Furniture proudly supports Blue Hill Athletics and Academics. The Breeze, 94.5. A 36-6 lead for Axel in Blue Hill. 11.08 still to go in the second quarter. Don't forget tomorrow, Husker football still looking for their first win as they take on Minnesota at home. Pre-game at 9.30, kickoff at 2.30 right here on the Breeze, 94.5. And because of that, and the post-game, volleyball in Nebraska at Minnesota. Both volleyball and football taking on the Gophers. Volleyball. Pre-game 6.30, first serve 7, over on 12.30, KHAS Radio. Yards not too difficult to come by so far through this first half for the Wildcats of Axtell as they have scored on five straight drives. And now we're going to see him kick the ball off, running up under it, making the catch at his own 10. Colton Wademan following blockers around to the right side, makes a spin back inside, but he'll get out to the 20. They got out to the 25 on their last drive, but then were pushed back all the way to their own 10 before having to punt once again. Yeah, good return there by Waitman. Was 
able to weave his way up to the 20 yard line and see if Blue Hill can put together a scoring drive here. Uh, Siemens put, he's put some nice balls in the air. He's got some, he's got a good tight spiral. It's just a matter of uh, finding some open receivers. Right now, through this first half on both sides of the ball, Axtell just looking like the more physical team and the quicker team uh, getting out, making tackles, and running in for a number of touchdowns right now with that 36-6 to lead early in the second quarter. Shotgun snap. Looking to the far side is McLean, and he's going to throw this one up downfield. In and out of the hands of the defense, almost intercepted by Creighton Kring, who just scored a touchdown on the last play. Yeah, it could have easily been intercepted by Kring, but Kua came back to the ball and and uh, broke up the play. A uh, little confusion there. He didn't know whether he caught it or not. He's, or he didn't know whether Kring caught it, so uh, I think he was happy to see the ball laying on the ground. As we've said there, that's another good ball from Steeman just uh, into some tight coverage, but he does have a nice tight spiral uh, when that ball does go downfield, so if these receivers for the Bobcats can make separation, Seaman can get him the ball. He'll take the snap. This time he'll hand it off up the middle, getting blown up in there as Colton Wademan nowhere to go. Yeah, Axel's just blowing really hard downhill. So if you're Blue Hill, maybe find a way to get a screen incorporated or, or get the ball out of your hands on a quick slant or a, or a bubble screen. Get the ball out of the quarterback's hands and, and uh, see if the playmaker can get something going in space. Over on 1230 KHAS, it's number 5, Grand Island Northwest, leading number 10, Hastings, 21-3. to That game in the second quarter, you can get all of those scores at PlatteRiverPress.com. Hastings, forget, the breeze. Don't forget the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up on Power 99 and 1230 KHAS later on tonight. Flags on the 3rd and 10. Looks like that's going to go ahead and back up the Bobcats. That's been an issue so far through this first half, even though They've had some second and longs, third and longs. Penalties continue to back up Blue Hill. Just a lot of youth on the team. Uh, last year, Blue Hill had 11 seniors, and they rarely came off the field. So, most of the, uh, almost all of these guys have really never played any meaningful varsity snaps. As uh, we talked in the pregame with Coach Coffey, six of the eight starters at the beginning of the year have been lost since then. Snap to Seaman, looking right now, looking left. He's gonna. Put this one up downfield. He's got Colton Wademan. Just a little underthrown, though. Interception. Lane Bertrand, who's going to be brought down right at midfield. So the first turnover of the game, Lane Bertrand with a nice interception, running downfield in coverage on Colton Wademan. Yeah, Seaman was looking for Wademan on the sideline. And he, he maybe Wademan shook up on the play. But, uh, yeah, had him down the sideline, just a, just a yard or two underthrown and and Bertrand went up and made the nice interception for Axtell. As we've said, it has been uh, Axtell 5-for-5 five five on scoring drives to start this game. Second quarter, 10-0-2 still to go in the half. 36-6 to lead here on the Breeze 94-5. KLIQ, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings. Most of the plays run for Axtell have been under center, although they have come out of shotgun a couple times, and that's exactly what they're going to do here bit of a wildcat formation that snapped up the middle and they're just going to dive on it ball went right in and out of the hands lining up there at quarterback was tom peterson different wildcat formation as they threw ran peterson in to be the quarterback definite running formation is what they're going to have very different from what we've seen through the first half 
Yeah, end of the game, end of the season where you're not going to make the playoffs. This is a time where uh, a coaching staff can do some fun things. Maybe get a lineman involved in the running game because if you're a big lineman like me, you want to you always want to touch the ball because you think it's you know, way easier than blocking. And they keep Peterson in there with that wildcat formation. He'll just run to the left, get back to the original line of scrimmage. So as he dove on the ball, lost two. He'll gain two that time. Third down and ten from midfield for the Wildcats. I'm sure he's loving this because uh, I doubt he's been able to carry the ball all year, uh, according to our stats. So good to see Axtell doing some different things, getting some different guys involved in a number of different ways. Coach Marsh going to keep Peterson in at quarterback, fumbling a little bit, but he's going to follow all of his blockers out to that far side. He's going to get pushed out of bounds right near the sticks, very close to a first down, but the way Axtell has run the ball, they're definitely going to be going for it if they say he's short. And, yep, looks like he's going to be about a yard short of getting up to that 30-yard line. And they actually say he stepped out about four yards short of the first down marker. But, yeah, just that wildcat formation, direct snap to the to the lineman, lined up as the quarterback, and he's able to get about eight yards on the play. And, and uh, he's still lined up in that same formation. Taking the snap now, and it's going to be a student body to the right. He will get hit right at the 30-yard line looking at the spot, and I think they are going to go ahead and move these chains. So four straight runs, if you count that fumbled snap for Peterson, getting some run here at quarterback. Yeah, good run there. and Had nice lead blockers out to the front and was able to get the first down by about a yard. And Looks like it's going to be all Peterson this drive. Peterson is lined up and just in front of him to both sides. On one side, you've got Creighton Kring, who throws a lead block. They're going to run this one out to the left, lowering his shoulder as Peterson. He's almost got another first down. Definitely going to be just about half a yard short over there, but you can tell Coach Marsh is making this one all about Peterson getting his hands on the ball. Yeah, that's fun for him. Uh, doing a nice job. He's already got um, – uh, well, give me one second here. He's, he's got 22 yards on five carries already, so he's you know averaging over four yards a touch. And he's going to run this one right up the middle, lower his shoulder to pick up the first down before he's brought down by three or four different Bobcats. Peterson picking up two first downs now through six carries, and that's going to move the sticks. Yep, just running the exact same play over and over again. Blue Hill does not have an answer at this point. It's uh, first and ten for Axtell. Second ten, no, first and ten. They didn't, didn't flip the down marker, so yeah. Going to stick with Peterson. And lined up lead blocking for Peterson on this one is going to be Aaron Skaggs as Peterson runs through a couple guys, spun down inside the 10-yard line. That's going to be another first down. On the student body right and student body left, it can really wear on a defense. Not a lot you can do when there's all kinds of lead blockers out in front of a big boy running with the ball right now. Yeah, Peterson's enjoying it because uh, blocking's not the funnest thing to do. It seems like, as a ball carrier, it doesn't quite hurt as bad when you get tackled as opposed to blocking, so I'm sure Peterson's really enjoying this. First and goal from the nine-yard line. Peterson going to run right up the middle and through some arm tackles and run it in. Nine-yard touchdown run for number 55, Tom Peterson. Yeah, so for all you coaches listening at home, when a lineman comes up and asks if he can run the ball, maybe it's a good idea to give him the ball because he just took, took the ball eight, times and rushed for 50 yards and a touchdown. So good job by Tom Peterson there. Extra point upcoming as a whole bunch of different Wildcats run onto the field. So that was a, it's almost just a, a package change 
running on for the two-point conversion for the Wildcats, who have extended their lead now 42-6. to Extra point upcoming. And at quarterback now is Brennan Rungi. He'll take the snap and run that same formation to the right side, trying to dance around a couple defenders, throws a stiff arm, run out of bounds. So the extra point, no good here in the second quarter. 7.24 to go in the half. It's Axtell 42, Blue Hill 6 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're the UK Boy Superstore. Shopping centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore. Alex, Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Picking up. As we said, uh, Tom Peterson had a nine-yard touchdown run, carried the ball eight times. Trent, did you say he he only had a handful of carries going into this ball game? Yeah, looking at the stats, two carries for 12 yards on the entire season, eight carries, 48 yards on that drive. So uh, maybe Axel found a little something with Peterson there. Always nice to get some new guys get their hands on the ball. As we are here in Week Nine, 42 to six lead, seven and a half to go in the first half. Axel leading Blue Hill on Parents Night. Here in Blue Hill, the home of Mr. Trent Ockengay, whose brother, freshman, came back for this ball game. Hasn't practiced in a month. Kickoff now for Axtell. Going to be returnable to this near side. Picked up at the 10-yard line. Brought out past the 20, and then smothered is Jace Kula. 21-yard line looks like about where they're going to go. Actually, Blue Hill fumbled on the return, and Axtell came up with the ball. They're going to give Axtell the possession there. 22, Dustin Klingsborn came up with the ball. He, uh, Stuck the tackler there and just ripped it away from him and fell to the ground with it. More great field position for Axtell, who right now has had the ball six times and scored on all six of them. Last possession was all Tom Peterson. Carried the ball eight times for 48 yards, capped it off with a nine-yard touchdown run. Rungi under center at quarterback, running a toss sweep to the far side. Colin Soderquist. Getting the call, he'll pick up five, six yards before being drug out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. Yeah, good top sweep there to the left side. Colin Soderquist was able to pick up those five yards. Axel just dominating up front on the lines, and and uh, the running backs are doing a nice job of lead blocking as well. Number of different players getting their names in the books for carries so far. As we said, in at quarterback right now is Brennan Rungi, who came in on that extra point. Handing the ball off up the middle with Aaron Skaggs, who's met immediately and then drug back. We'll give him a gain of one yard on the play. He did get just past the line of scrimmage before getting blown up. Yeah, Kate Golter, the nose guard, came through and popped up from the bottom of the pile, did a nice job of taking on the block, shedding it, and, and stopping Axtell for a minimal gain there. So nice job by Golter. Third down and four upcoming for the Wildcats. At about the 15-yard line of Blue Hill. Going to fake the pitch. Now just running a nice little pass play to that far side. A little bit of contact as the ball got over there. Hard to see who the receiver was. Everyone's standing in the way right now. But as it stands, going to be a fourth down and short. Calvin Johnson, the intended receiver. Yeah, Megatron out there on the route. But uh, broken up on a play by Wademan. Uh, good coverage. Yeah, might have been some contact. But uh, the rest let that one go. 
Rungi takes a snap on fourth down and five, running the play to the far side with Soderquist, who is run out of bounds, just, I believe, shy of the six, so that should be a turnover on downs. Blue Hill about to get the ball back. Yeah, hard to see where they spotted it. I think they might have to come out and, well, the ball is on the sideline there. Yep, they're going to give it to Blue Hill, so Blue Hill takes over on downs. That'll be the first possession that Axtell does not score on after going 6-for-6 to start the game, although on these last couple possessions they've run a number of different players in and off the field. Blue Hill on that last kickoff had the fumble to give the possession up, 6.25 to go in the second half. Shotgun formation. For the Bobcats, running to that far side is Wynn Wilmot. Not a lot of room to go. Looks like it's fumbled, though, and going to be run in. Making the scoop and score for the Wildcats, Aaron Skaggs. They didn't score on offense, so they'll pick up the defensive touchdown. Toffee talked about it in the pregame. Blue Hills turned the ball over a lot. When they turn the ball over, it usually leads the other team scoring the points. And Wilmot, just a you know different ball carrier, first touch on the night, and, and um, you know made the mistake. And but. Uh, Skaggs came up, made a nice play, and was able to get the scoop and score. So Skaggs, who's got himself a 21-yard touchdown run, adds a 15-yard scoop and score. Put some more points on the board for the Wildcats, trying to wait on a couple guys to run onto the field for this extra point. Now taking the snap is Rungi looking to the end zone to pass, and he'll throw it right over the middle, make it a good grab as Calvin Johnson to put two more points on. So your score! As we are here in the second quarter with 6.17 to go until halftime, it's 50 for Axtell, 6 for Blue Hill. On the breeze, 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The Breeze 94.5. Axtell was 6 for 6 on touchdown drive, 7th possession. Stalled had a turnover on downs, but one play in, Aaron Skaggs decides to score anyway and put up the defensive touchdown. So 6 out of 7 on scoring drives, one scoring on the defensive side of the ball. And that's a 50-6 to six lead for Axtell about halfway through this second quarter going into halftime. Just going to wait on the Tyler Danberg kickoff. A number, of, a number of kicks have been well returned for the Bobcats. This one running under it is going to be Jace Kula here to the near side out past the 25-yard line. And they are going to hang on to the ball. No fumble this time. Blue Hill taking over on their own 27. Yeah, field position hasn't been a problem. It's just been a matter of not turning the ball over and, and putting a drive together. We'll see what Blue Hill can do coming out here. Right now, Blue Hill, three turnovers. Uh, the fumble on the scoop and score, last offensive possession, the last kickoff that they had was a fumble, and there was also the interception downfield where Lane Bertrand picked it off at midfield. Breaking the huddle and coming up to the line. In shotgun right now is McLean Seaman. Single receivers, both sides. Handing the ball off the middle to Colton Wademan, who's hit immediately and spun and thrown down in the backfield. number of different Wildcats getting in there, but making the hit Aaron Skaggs, who had the scoop and score the last time they were out on defense. 
Yeah, just no blocking up front. Axel had a free runner come through and, and brought down Wademan for the loss. Uh, I was talking about how it, maybe it doesn't hurt as bad carrying the ball, but uh, Wademan's taking a beating so far. Second down and 13 to go from inside their own 25. We're going to call it the 23-yard 20, line. Demon in shotgun. He's looking to the right, staring down a receiver. Goes through the hands of Skaggs, who right now is all over the place defensively. A scoop and score, a tackle for loss, and that time a knockdown on the pass. Yeah, the ball was tipped up in the air, and Blue Hill had a receiver coming across the field, and it gave up on the play. He could have caught that ball out of the air and housed it for six, but you know that, that's just something you don't see coming, and that comes with experience. Uh, maybe when that kid... You know, he's a junior or senior. He makes that play, but instead the ball falls to the ground. Good job by Axel getting their hands up on the ball. Aaron Skaggs having himself one heck of a ball game. Just a sophomore, 5'10", 160-pound running back and linebacker right now playing extremely well on that defensive side of the ball. Also has an offensive touchdown. Single receivers both sides. Four seamen going to be chased out of the pocket here this near side. He's got a little bit of room. He can turn it up field past the 30, past the 35-yard line, run out of bounds right near the sticks. So good evasion that time by Seaman with all that pressure in the backfield from Axtell. Yeah. McLean Seaman showed good pocket presence there, stepping up in the pocket and did just enough. He didn't step out of bounds. He had an opportunity to step out of bounds and just and hold up, but – was able to push forward and get that extra one or two yards he needed to move the chains. McLean Seaman himself, just a sophomore, in for the injured quarterback, J.C. Himmelberg, who we had on a number of times during the year. He's been lost to the football season with a knee injury, as we hear should be back for basketball later. But Seaman getting a lot of time now for the Bobcats. First and ten, their side of the 40, handing the ball off, running it up the middle. Almost fumbled there, but hanging on is Colton Wademan who picks up a gain, and he'll get just past midfield. Yeah, nice little counter there to the left side for Blue Hill, and Wademan's able to follow his box for a nice four-yard gain. Ball, I guess not past midfield, right at midfield. Second down and seven upcoming for the Bobcats. Moving the ball a lot better on this drive so far. Uh, it was the uh, the Wademan run on that last one. Seaman, who had the big gain on the scramble out of the pocket, he's had pressure the whole game right now and he's going to come up under center again a couple running backs behind him handing the ball off right up the middle getting the carry is win wilmot going to be brought down just past the 35 yard line third down and we're going to call it one on another nice run yeah yeah very manageable third down here third and looks like the spot maybe third and two uh, wilmot did a nice job holding on to the ball there uh, got five yards if you're blue hill just they're putting together a nice drive here KLIQ, Hastings, The Breeze. Uh, you playing hard. Third down and short now for the Bobcat. Seaman under center. Hard count, and we've seen that work a number of times. Hard count, going to pick up the first down for Blue Hill, move them all the way up to the 30 and a fresh set of downs. This is one we saw happen a number of times last night in the Giltner-Kennesaw game. We've actually seen it happen all season long. Hard counts have been very effective. Yeah, anytime you get a third and and four or five or a fourth and four or five, as a defensive lineman, you've got to know the hard counts coming. That comes with experience and age, but uh, you watch the ball first, you don't listen to the cadence. Fresh set of downs at the 30-yard line of Axtell is Blue Hill running a quarterback 
keeper right up the middle. Not a lot of room to go. We're going to call it a gain of three on the play as Seaman ran right up the middle but then was stuck by a couple linebackers. Yeah, it's rare we we don't see a quarterback sneak go for at least three or four yards. Uh, we've had a number of games on this year on the radio, and and I don't think we've seen one QB sneak fail to go for at least two. We've seen a lot of quarterback sneaks. As a matter of fact, we've seen one earlier in this game go for about seven or eight yards. A number over the course of this season have gone for 10 or 15 or more running right up the middle. As it stands, it's going to be a second down and eight seaman under center, handing the ball off to the far side with Wademan. Trying to get to the edge, pressure in the backfield, though. Going to be brought down for a loss and back to the original line of scrimmage at the 30, third down and 10, upcoming for the Bobcats. Yep, third and 10 here. I think Blue Hill's probably going to have to go to the air to convert here. Uh, not having as much success here on this set of downs as they did uh, previously in the drive. So maybe look to get uh, Kula or Wademan out of the backfield. Try to get them in space to convert. Seaman coming up under center. Same formation they've run this entire drive on the third and ten. Taking the snap. Going to play action and now throw it out into the flat. Ball is intercepted on this near side. A lot of green grass out front. Making the pick and running. Quinn Bertrand. He'll be dropped short of the 15, though. Good grab on that route where you knew... The Bobcats were going to have to throw it. Quinn Bertrand getting himself with an interception, along with Lane Bertrand earlier in the half. Yeah, maybe a little miscommunication on the route, and the ball was underthrown, and, and Quinn Bertrand did a nice job of jumping it. And I thought he was going to take it to the house. McLean Seaman ran it down, but Axel's knocking on the door again. The uh, second pick by A. Bertrand. Um, Lane Bertrand's got one, and Quinn Bertrand the other. Lane Bertrand, the senior. Quinn Bertrand, just a freshman in this ballgame. And at quarterback, still run. He chased out of the pocket, looking downfield. Going to be sacked instead. Not a lot of room to run for him once he came over to the sideline, getting the sack. Looked like Jeremy Zimmerman, or Jerome Zimmerman, getting in the ballgame. Yeah, Zimmerman, I thought, uh, Coffee might have said he was out, but uh, looks like he's uh, healthy. Came over, he's, he's a strong, fast, athletic kid. Came over to the sideline, made the tackle for a loss. Second down, and we're going to call it 18 yards. Pitch to the far side with Colin Soderquist trying to get to the sideline. Nothing doing. Run out of bounds. Run. Tackle just inbounds once he got right up to that line of scrimmage. So a gain of nothing for Soderquist going to the far side. Yeah, the freshman Caleb Carr came off of his end position and and I was able to string out the the play to Soderquist and just had nothing going there for Extel. Third and very long for Extel. Under a minute to go in the half. They do have a 50-6 to six lead here in the ballgame. Rungi going to be in shotgun, flanked by running backs, both to his right and his left. Going back to pass. Good pass out into the flats and ball in and out of the hands. That's Calvin Johnson, who himself does have a uh, a couple good catches throughout this first half. That one right through the hands, though. Yeah, he ran a good route there. Just hit him in the old bread basket, bounce off the hands, and uh, if he would have caught that, he would have walked in the end zone. Waiting on this fourth down. Clock did stop. Uh, short little cab ride. They are inside the 25-yard line. Rungi in shotgun. Going to just pitch it forward on the 
screenplay coming across the middle, but Calvin Johnson had that one go just off of his chest as well. So turnover on downs, Blue Hill taking over possession from inside their own 25. We're going to call it the 24-yard line. Yeah, just 28 seconds here, less than the first half, so um, Blue Hill is probably just going to run the ball and try to get out of the half and and try not to let Axel get a turnover and add to this uh, score. Stick with us at the halftime. We're going to have the Allen Superstore halftime show, all kinds of stats, look at some scores from around the area as it's week nine, and we're all going to find out together tomorrow which teams are making the playoffs. Handoff coming to this near side with Colton Wademan, who's passed a couple couple different defenders. He's going to run past the sticks, run out of bounds just after midfield, so that's going to stop the clock. Wademan with a good run. Yeah, I got 17 yards on the carry there, and and Wademan when he's when he gets space, he's able to capitalize on it. He's got a run of 63 yards earlier in the game, and now adds a run of 17 yards. So Blue Hill gets past midfield and maybe gives themselves a chance to maybe punch one in. Now a different formation: single receivers, both sides, Seaman and shotgun. Going to throw this ball on a swing pass out to the far side. Stuck in the backfield is Colton Wademan couple different Wildcats. Joe French looked like got into the backfield over there and laid the wood to Wademan. Yeah, Joe French just blew up the swing pass to Colton Wademan. Nice play by him. Good physical play. Um, ball drops to the ground, and, and Blue Hill's looking at second 10 with just about 15 seconds left in the half, sitting on the just on the other side of the uh, midfield. And if you're Blue Hill on that one, the way it did get blown up didn't look like Wademan was going to be able to get to the sideline or score too many Wildcats in good position on defense. So it does give them another chance to see if they can put together a scoring play. You said just under 16 seconds to go in the half. Seaman coming up under center, a couple running backs behind him, everyone in tight. Handing the ball off to the near side with Wademan. Stiff arms one player in the backfield, stiff arms another after five yards. He's past the 30, past the 20, turns it back infield. One player slips. He's at the five-yard line. Six seconds to go in the half. We're going to see if they call a timeout, try to put some more points on the board. That ball run by Wademan all the way down to the five-yard line. Yeah, Toffee's calling for a timeout, so they're going to take a timeout here and try to drop a play to get him in the end zone. It's going to be a freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout here on the breeze. Six seconds to go in the half. Axtell leads Blue Hill 50-6 to on the breeze, 94-5, and online at flatriverpreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Coach Coffey did call a timeout. Six seconds to go in the half. Trying to put some more points on the board as his Bobcats trail Axel 50-6. to six, Closing in on halftime. Make sure you stick around with us. We're going to have the Allen Superstore halftime show. Trent's got a whole bunch of stats for you, including the first couple minutes of the ball game, a few plays that we missed in there. So we'll get you all caught up on how everything goes. First and goal from the five-yard line. And instead, it's going to back them up, flag coming. There was motion coming right to left, and a couple players were fidgety at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looks like number 51, K. Dolted there on the left side. 
uh, just jumped. Anytime we see motion in these smaller schools, even what, what we did a Class B game uh, last week between Hastings and Bashers, this motion just throws off the timing between the quarterback and the lineman. Seaman in shotgun. Wademan just to his right. Single receivers both sides. Motion coming right to left. Now Seaman with pressure in the backfield just throws this one up into the end zone. Nowhere close to anyone laying the wood to Seaman with Hunter Riley flying in for the Wildcats. And going to be 1.9 seconds left on the clock as that ball did get down before time had expired. Yeah, Matt Brown, Matt Brown running the clock next to us. Puts another second up on the clock. Uh, they've got time for one more play. So if you're Blue Hill here, you got to find a way that your route can't be short of the goal line. Um, find a way to get in the end zone here. Just waiting on that play call, taking a long time in the huddle, are the Bobcats. Seaman running up the center. He's got Wademan just to his right in shotgun on the far side. is going to be Wynn Wilmot, and he's going to come in motion right to left. Now running out into the flats. They're going to throw this one up into the end zone. It's Wilmot just off the hands. That would have been points on the board going into half. But as it stands at the half in Blue Hill, Axtell leads Blue Hill 50-6. to Plenty of halftime coming up where we're going to have stats, give you some scores from around the area, and get you caught up on maybe some of the parts of the game that you missed. While we had some of those technical difficulties, you are listening to The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care our inspiration. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan where our customers say, that's where we always go. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Blue Hill, where we are at halftime. Axel leads Blue Hill 50-6. to This is the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. That You get more Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. Still a beautiful night here in Blue Hill. We didn't see any clouds when we came into town. Still no clouds in this night. Sky dance team going right now, but let's get you caught up 
on the ball game where Axel holds that healthy 44-point lead. They did score on their first six scoring drives. It all started on the very first play from scrimmage, a 65-yard Creighton Kring touchdown run. And then the next time they got the ball was about six six minutes later. Aaron Skaggs himself scored on a 21-yard touchdown run to extend it to 14-0. 22-0 after a 38-yard Tyler Danberg pass to Lane Bertrand, who himself would have an interception as well. Blue Hill did get themselves on the board on the next possession. Scoring 17 seconds later was Colton Wademan, who had a 63-yard touchdown run, just getting to the sideline and putting on the afterburners. Tyler Danberg would then have a 45-yard touchdown run to make it 30-6. to And then it was a Creighton Kring 22-yard touchdown run. A Tom Peterson drive, not just a Tom Peterson nine-yard touchdown run. It was a Tom Peterson touchdown drive, eight carries, forty-eight yards, and then capped it off with a nine-yard touchdown run. Ran Wildcat that entire that entire drive for the Wildcats, and then capping it off with about halfway to go through the second quarter, a fifteen-yard scoop and score for Aaron Skaggs. They were six for six on scoring drives up to that point. Had a turnover on downs, and then Aaron Skaggs scored on the very first defensive play after they turned it over. 50-6, to six, that's your halftime score here in Blue Hill. This is the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Stats and scores from around the area coming up here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say, if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. People you know. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into halftime. We're going to go ahead and take a look at some halftime stats. Freezing Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. If you're smiling while you're driving, freezing is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton and Friesen Ford in Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again 
Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. These are the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. All right, thanks, Caleb. We'll start with Blue Hill. McLean Seaman, just one of 11 for 15 total yards. That one reception going to Caleb Carr, that 15-yard catch. McLean Seaman, four carries, five yards. Colton Wademan, 13 carries, 105 yards, and a touchdown when Wilmot Three carries for four yards. The Bobcats ran 20 plays in the first half, 114 yards on the ground, 129 yards of total offense. And we'll jump over to Axtell. Axtell, Tyler Danberg, just one for one for 38 yards and a touchdown. And Brendan Rungi, he was um, 0 for 1 on the night with uh, no yards. Tyler Danberg, two carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown and two touchdowns, one through the air and one on the ground. Creighton Kring, he had four carries for 94 yards and a touchdown. Dustin Klingsborn, two carries, six yards. Brendan Rungi, he had two carries for minus five yards. Aaron Skaggs, four carries, 45 yards, and one touchdown on the ground and one touchdown um, coming on defense there, 22 yards for the scoop and score. Tom Peterson, eight carries, 48 yards and a touchdown. And Colin Soderquist, two carries, five yards on the ground. And um, Lane Bertrand had one catch for 38 yards and a touchdown. The Axtell Wildcats ran just 12 plays of offense for 291 total yards, 253 of those coming on the ground. Those are your Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. We'll look at scores from around the area when we come back and continue along with halftime where Axtell leads Blue Hill in Blue Hill 50-6 to on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Get more than you expect furniture direct it's time to power up and save at mattress direct in hastings while supplies last get a queen beauty rest mattress and power base for only $9.99 that's a savings of $250 not only do you save big on a beauty rest mattress you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor now that's getting more than you expect mattress direct next to furniture direct on south burlington and hastings and find even more savings online at furnituredirecthastings.com Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy. Carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. 
The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Let's take a look at scores from around the area. A few of these are Thursday finals, so we're going to get you all caught up across our entire scoreboarding. Class A at the half, Kearney High leads North Platte 24 to nothing. Grand Island leads number 10, Lincoln East 10 to 3. That game also at the half in Class B at halftime. Number four, York leads Crete 43 to 7. Also at the half on 1230 KHAS Radio. Grand Island Northwest, number five in Class B, leads number 10, Hastings, 28-3. Again, that game over on 1230 KHAS Radio. Number two, McCook trails number three, Scotts Bluff, 7 to nothing in the first quarter in Class B. Jumping over to C1, it was Adam Central over Kozad, 42-7. That game is a final. That was one of the Thursday night games at the half. Aurora leads Central City, 33 to nothing. Also at halftime, Ord leads Gothenburg, 10 to nothing. At halftime on... ESPN Tri-Cities 1460, Kearney Catholic leads Holdridge 41-14 in Class C2. It is C1, Broken Bow, tied with C2, Centura, 13 all at halftime in the third quarter. Number 8, Donovan Trumbull trails Milford 6 to nothing. Again, that game in the third quarter at halftime for the rest of these C2 scores. St. Paul leads Grand Island Central Catholic 27-3 over on ESPN Tri-Cities 1550. Sutton leads St. Cecilia 38 to nothing on Power 99. It's Wood River leading Gibbon 23 to 20 at the break, and Superior leads Sandy Creek 10 to nothing. Looking down at some eight-man scores in D1, these are finals. One of the Thursday games we had on our group of stations over on Power 99 was Fullerton defeating Shelton yesterday 42 to six. Cambridge defeated Hitchcock County 55 to 12. Arapahoe over Alma 52 to 50 in a shootout. Number six South Loop defeated Amherst. 14 to nothing. Some scores from today at in the second quarter. It's number three Burwell leading Ansley Litchfield 28 to nothing. Still looking for a Heartland Ravenna score. So if you have that, use the hashtag #NEBPreps, or you can text that update to 308-646-0506. We'll add it to the live scoreboard where I'm getting all of these scores. That's at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At the half, Arcadia Loop City leads Elm Creek 26 to six, and number two BDS leads Thayer Central 32 to six. In D2, where we are yesterday on the breeze, we had number seven Kennesaw. Cap off an undefeated district title and undefeated regular season with a win over Giltner, 82 to 22. And Thelmo Myrna beat Loomis, 88 to 44. Bertrand over Pleasanton, 62 to 26 at the half right here on the Breeze 94-5. It's Axel leading Blue Hill, 50 to 6. And Overton is leading Elwood, 44 to 12 in six man. We've got a couple finals to pass along. Eustace Farnham over Sumner, Eddieville Miller. Harvard over Hampton. Wilcox Hildreth over McPherson County. At the half, it's Maywood Hayes Center leading Red Cloud 21-8. to Heartland Lutheran leads Silver Lake 42-6. to We're going to take one final break, and when we come back, we'll have the second half of football in Blue Hill, where Axtell leads Blue Hill 50-6 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast-friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. Jamie Matson, your local Pioneer team, is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. So see Jamie Matson, your Pioneer Seed Dealer with you from the word go. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation Engine headquarters now also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Getting ready to kick it off for the second half. Blue Hill is going to have the ball as they trail 50 to 6. Axel has played extremely well, scored on their first six drives. What do you see from Blue Hill as we did see a number of different players getting their call, their name called, and uh, as we see, there's only three players suited up on the sideline. A number of injuries for Blue Hill, but these are younger players getting in the game, younger players picking up some yards. We've also seen Wademan run extremely well for the Bobcats. What do you see coming out second half? Yeah, Wademan went over 100 yards there, but really these games where you're, the scoreboard's really not competitive, you can use these as your as your JV games. Uh, just in the last couple of years or so, Blue Hill's numbers have gone down on the boys' side where they haven't been able to you know, have JV games, so you can use this as a learning tool, even though the scoreboard's not in your favor. Wademan, just a sophomore. Seaman picks up the kickoff, and he's going to start returning from the 20. He'll run it out, be knocked out of bounds just inside the 35, and he's down. That's been the quarterback right now for the Bobcats. Seaman has done uh, a more than manageable job as J.C. Himmelberg has been lost for the season with a knee injury. We're going to go ahead and step away as they look at Seaman, who returned it out to the 35. Good field position. Upcoming for the Bobcats when we return on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're the UK Boys Superstore. Outlet Superstore. Shopping centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. We're the UK They popped up Seaman, who's standing on his own power on the sideline over here. Didn't have to go very far. Just looked like he was shook up. So we'll keep an eye on that as he talks to the trainer as it stands. Looks like he ran out of bounds at the 30, and he just got knocked out at the uh, the 35-yard line. We'll see what Coach Coffey draws up for the Bobcats. Quarterback right now is going to be Colton Wademan lined up in shotgun a couple players lined up just in front of him. He's going to follow a student body. KLIQ, player in the backfield. Now he's going to run past the 35, tripped up, and he'll be brought down just past the 40. So first down on the Wildcat formation for Colton Wademan. Yeah, Blue Hills ran out of quarterback, so the only thing left to do is run that Wildcat. And Wademan took the direct snap and got a quick 10 yards out of the backfield. He's up to 115 yards rushing on 14 touches. And looking down there, McLean Seaman looks like he's doing better, but he's a very slim. He's six feet tall, 
only 140 pounds, maybe soaking wet. And Wademan sticking in at quarterback. Student body left this time. We're going to run past everyone, lowering the shoulder and just going to be shy of the 30-yard line on the other side. Excuse me, that was Wynn Wilmot getting his name called with the carry. Yeah, a couple direct snaps to a couple different guys. And Blue Hill's putting together a nice drive here, and they're just going to run. They're going to run Wademan in and Wilmot out and alternate. Uh, bringing the play call in, and they'll alternate taking the direct snap. Wademan in again, ready to take this direct snap. Student body to the right side. He's going to run past a couple players, fall forward down to about the 27-yard line. So student body right, student body left, student body middle, and Wademan picks up another first down. Yeah, good job by Blue Hill to move the sticks, and that's exactly what you want for Blue Hill. You come out, scoreboard's not in your favor, but... Uh, you just keep on playing through, you know, all the adversity, all the injuries that you've gone through, and and uh, they're doing a good job of playing hard. Wilmot in at shotgun. He'll follow blockers to the right side, runs over one of his own players before being tripped up at the 24-yard line. Manageable second down upcoming for the Bobcats with that student body right, student body left as they just flip out Wilmot and Wademan on each play. Wademan running extremely well, has got a whole bunch of yards already, and he'll just pick up more as they continue to run these student bodies. Yeah, good time for Blue Hill to work on their, their blocking right here. And, you know, everybody for Axel is up on the line of scrimmage, and just a good time to get your footwork down and uh, and work on your uh, blocking. That time we're going to see Wademan run it down inside the 15 to move the chains again, running extremely well. That's a sophomore, and that's a name we're going to continue to watch uh, for Blue Hill once they get their season going again next year because, as we've talked about, Blue Hill won't be making the playoffs. And it looked like from our numbers that Axtell would be one of the first teams out for the playoffs when those get announced tomorrow from the NSAA. But still, that would be the official ones for our unofficial ones. Looks like it might not be Axtell getting in a hard count. That's going to go against Axtell to move Blue Hill five more yards. They're going to have a first and five from just inside the 10-yard lot. Yeah, good discipline by Blue Hill's offensive line there. They ran the hard count, and almost all of Axtell's down linemen jumped across the neutral zone, so they'll give him the five-yard penalty. First and five from the nine-yard line. Wilmot following his blockers just to the left side, running over a couple guys, tackled short of the goal line. So we're going to have a first down and goal upcoming from the three for the Bobcats. Yeah, and both teams know what's coming because they're just running direct snap left and right. So Wademan's going to get this direct snap on this play. I would expect him to uh, maybe punch it in here from about three yards out. They've been doing a nice job averaging about uh, five yards of carry here in the second half. Wademan with a whole bunch of rushing yards through this game so far. Just waiting to take the direct snap. He's running around to the left side. Going to beat everyone over to the pylon. Run it in for a touchdown. Three-yard touchdown run for Colton Wademan to put the Bobcats on the board in the second half. Yeah, good job by Colton Wademan there to just outrun the defenders from Axtell. Got out to the, the far side there and was able to beat the defender to the pylon and Blue Hill tacks on their second touchdown of the game to uh, get in the double digits here, 50-12 to 12 with 8-18 left. And we do have a running clock um, going here in the second half. Just waiting for the extra point upcoming. They were unsuccessful on their one touchdown in the first half. In at quarterback right now. Hard to see what number that is running up the middle. That's going to be Tony Bauman 
who not only gets his name called, but he scores two points on the extra point to make the score now 50 for Axtell, 14 for Blue Hill, 818 to go in the third quarter on the Breeze, 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For all your furniture and flooring needs, stop at Blue Hill Furniture. In business since 1889, Blue Hill Furniture has the stability, selection, and quality of larger stores to go with friendly service and competitive prices. Top brand names, too. If you're looking for a single piece or an entire room, Blue Hill Furniture will take care of you. Better Buys in Blue Hill, located at 501 West Gage. For your convenience, they accept Visa and MasterCard. Blue Hill Furniture proudly supports Blue Hill Athletics and Academics. Breeze 94.5. For about a third of the way through the third quarter, but the Blue Hill touchdown and extra point makes it 50 to 14. Right now, we've seen touchdown runs and an extra point. We've seen a touchdown run by number 55, Tom Peterson, for Axel. We've seen an extra point run in by number 61, Tony Bauman. These are some higher numbers that don't usually get their name called to touch the ball. Yeah, we did the Palmer Ravenna game a couple weeks ago and we had a number 52 throw a touchdown pass. That was pretty cool. But, yeah, Tony Bauman gets in there for the two-point conversion. And they'll probably try to get him the ball uh, later on, too, try to get him a touchdown. He was a, a good contributor on the state runner-up team for Blue Hill last year. So uh, good for the senior to get on the board. Wilmot with a good kick downfield making the return right now. It's Quinn Bertrand who reverses field from the far side to the near side, past the 15, run out of bounds, just short of the 20-yard line. Quinn Bertrand has himself a uh, an interception earlier in this ball game as well. Lane Bertrand with an interception. So if your name's Bertrand, you've got an interception right now in this ball game for Axtell and a good return to set up decent field position for Axtell. First drive of the second half. Yeah, looking over the sideline, it looks like they got some uh, fresh faces in there trying to rotate some younger kids in. They've been doing it earlier in the game too. Just noticing that on offense for the first time for Axtell. Rungi under center, handing it off to the far side. A lot of Bobcats in to drag down. Running the ball there was Colin Soderquist, who's had his name called a number of times once we got into that second quarter. We're going to call it a gain of two on the play. Nice run by Soderquist there. Um, Caden Comacher came up, made the tackle from his defensive tackle spot. Blue Hills running a uh, four-down lineman scheme here on defense. Um, just kind of playing to their personnel. So, yeah, Comacher did a good job busting through and stopping Soderquist for the three-yard gain. Rungi under center, eye formation immediately behind him. Everyone in tight, no one split wide. Handing it off to Soderquist again to this near side. He's going to run past a couple players before being wrapped up and drugged down in there on the tackle, Eric Wademan. Yeah, going to be a first down for Axtell. Doing a good job moving the ball with some of those younger guys. I'm not sure how many opportunities they've had as a team as well. You know, we talked about lower numbers in D2. It's hard to get those JV games in. So this is really good for, for both teams to, you know, get these younger guys in and, and develop their players for the program going forward. Rungi under center again with a fresh set of downs. Just going to run a quarterback sneak up the middle. He's lambasted after a gain of one. So he'll get his number called on that one. Second down and nine upcoming from just past the 30-yard line. Yeah, and that's probably the shortest gain we've seen on a quarterback sneak all year. But, um, yeah, we've seen that a number of times where a quarterback sneak would go for two or three yards. And, and actually, I guess where the spot is now, they did give him two or three yards. So, basically, 
if you run the quarterback sneak in Nebraska high school football, you're getting two or three yards. Rungi, decent sized kid, 5'9, 180 pounds, who so does a good job falling forward. Here we're going to see a play action pass. Rungi throwing over the top, too tall for Calvin Johnson. We've seen Calvin Johnson uh, targeted a number of times through this game. Uh, Rungi still yet to uh, complete a pass. That one just too tall, but Johnson beat everybody downfield on that play action. Yeah, Megatron ran the good route there. Uh, Calvin Johnson had. Had his corner beat, but just not enough under the ball, and uh, ball is underthrown a little bit. Calvin Johnson, the freshman, 5'8", 145 pounds, tight end, also plays safety on defense in that secondary. Decent hands, just hasn't had a chance to really get that ball as that one was too tall. Third down and long. Rungi going to run a play action again. This Instead, he's going to run to the far side, makes a stiff arm right at the sticks, and he's going to drag a defender forward. He'll pick up the first down on the scramble out of the backfield. Almost looked like they were trying to run a naked bootleg over there. There were receivers downfield, but as it stands, Runge picks up the first down just shy of midfield. Yeah, that's what I saw, too, naked bootleg in Blue Hill. They got some pressure, but they got a little too far upfield, and uh, Runge was able to step up in the pocket and just um, scramble for those eight yards that he needed, and uh, Axtell moves the sticks. Decent pressure in the backfield as well on that last one as Runge was running for his life. Hard count, a little bit of pressure, or uh, not pressure, movement coming from that line for Axel. You get a number of different guys into the ball game, and that's going to back them up five after the good Rungi first down run. First and 15, going to be shy of their own 35-yard line are the Wildcats. Yeah, if there was a chance that Blue Hill maybe drew the Axel lineman off sides, but they didn't cross the neutral zone, so that's going to be a false start. They'll back up Axel five yards. Same formation for Axtell. Runge under center. I formation behind him, handing it off to Soderquist to the left side. Runs past, runs through a couple defenders, but not a lot of room to go. Picks up two or three on the play, depending on where they say he fell forward, but not a lot of room to go so far as Soderquist uh, runs up the middle with a couple of these carries. Yeah, good game tackling by Blue Hill. Uh, doing a nice job here in the second half of bottling up Axtell. Soderquist, he's a hard runner, though. Um, he's still able to get three yards, which looked like he wasn't going to get anything out of that. So a uh, nice job by Soderquist. Under four minutes to go in the third quarter right now. Rungi under center, eye formation behind him. Everyone in tight play action pass this time, and they do have downfield Calvin Johnson again. This time he catches the ball at the 20. He's past the 10, and he'll run it in for a nice gain of 43 yards and a touchdown on the board. Rungi to Johnson for six. Yeah, Johnson just got behind the coverage, and this time Rungi put enough on it, and Calvin Johnson was able to run under it and take it to the house for 44 yards. Axtell adds to their lead. Nice pass there, nice catch. Good all-around play for Axtell. That's going to be the first completion from Brennan Rungi, and what a time to get it on a 44-yard pitch and catch to Calvin Johnson, who gets his uh, gets a nice catch here in the ballgame. His first catch. And it's a nice time to get that when you can put up six on the board. Extra point upcoming for the Wildcats. Rungi under center, handing it off to Soderquist to the far side. He's going to be bottled up with not a lot of room to go, carrying defenders, but they're going to blow this one dead. So right now in the third quarter, 3.29 to go. And it's a 56-14 to 14 lead for Axel over Blue Hill on the Breeze 94.5 and online at com. 
Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. The Breeze 94.5. Brennan Rungi gets his first completion. Calvin Johnson gets his first catch. And that's six points on the board after the 43-yard pitch and catch. Axel leads with three and a half to go in the third quarter, 56-14 to 14 here on the Breeze 94.5. And we want to let you know, internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. All the scores, if you go and look at the scoreboard right now in the fourth quarter, number 10, Overton leads Elwood 52-12. to 12. Axel, as we said here in Blue Hill, leads Blue Hill 56-14. to 14. All of the scores, all of the time at PlatteRiverPrep.com. Kickoff upcoming from the Wildcats. Going to be a very returnable one caught at the 10-yard line. Past the 20, past the 25, brought down just shy of the 30 is Colton Wademan. Good return there, looks like. Oh, that was Jace Cool on the return. Hard KLIQ, Hastings, the breeze. A number of these jerseys as we look across there, uh, every now and then that 9 turns into a 4, and 18 beca- can become a 10 really quick depending on where that jersey folds up. First and 10 for the hometown Bobcats from their own 28-yard line, getting the call, breaking the huddle. Have run a number of different quarterbacks into the ball game. Looks like right now they've got going to be Wademan, and he's going to throw this pass over the middle, making the catch is Jace Kula, who's going to run through a couple defenders before being drugged down just past the 40. That's the first time we've seen this Wildcat formation with Wademan in there, who makes a nice pitch and catch. He's one for one on the game. Yeah, they go to the southpaw, the fourth-string quarterback, number four, Colton Wademan. He makes a nice downfield throw, steps up in the pocket. Tula did a nice job of coming towards the ball and and making a catch with his hands. Nice job. Nice pitch and catch there for Blue Hill. Coach Coffey smiling on the sideline. Wilmot in. At quarterback now, he's going to run to the left side, pass the sticks and drug down just shy of the 20-yard line. Flag coming in at the end. Wilmon exploded through the line as he picks up a first down. We'll see what the flag is. Yeah, good sign for Blue Hill. They're still playing hard. Uh, they know it's the last game of the season, but they're not giving up. So really good effort, really proud of the way that they're um, still fighting down 56-14. to 14. Looks like they're going to tack on a few yards and end up just outside the 10-yard line, a personal foul. So, Wilmont got in the game to run from the 40, and they're going to um, end up gaining almost 30 yards with the penalty tacked on after it. Blue Hill looking to put some more points on the board as we are late in that third quarter with the running clock. And that quarterback again is going to be Wademan, who threw the ball on his last Last play that he was in, instead he's going to run it to the right side, cutting it back to the left side, spinning around and drug down. We're going to call it a gain of five for Wademan. Yeah, nice cut back by Wademan. He's just trying to weave his way through and find the hole and be able to pick up four yards there. Puts you at second and five, maybe a long five, maybe six. And not sure they can maybe get the first down inside the one, but probably going to have to score here to um, keep the possession going. 
going to be very short if they can pick up that first down. They'd be within about the half-yard line. Wilman, Wilmot in at quarterback running up the middle, dancing around to the left side, dragging a couple defenders forward. Where they're at, that's right at the goal line. They're going to say he's not in. And we've seen, we saw this the last time they got down here. Wilmot got him right down to about the three-yard line. It's going to be a third-and-one Wademan about to come back onto the field. Yeah, I don't think Wademan's probably used to taking a snap under center, but if they wanted to, they could run a quarterback sneak for a first down here. We've got third and and maybe a foot there sitting just inside the one-yard line. We'll see what they do here. As it stands, nope. In at quarterback now is Eric Wademan. He'll take the snap following blockers to the left side, dragging a couple guys forward, and he'll fall into the end zone. It's Eric Wademan putting his name in the score, but Colton and Eric, both Wademan, have scored touchdowns in this ballgame. Extra point upcoming. Yeah, good for Eric Wademan. Uh, he's a kid. He's, just, he's stuck it out and uh, takes a direct snap there and, and gets gets the touchdown there. Nice job, Eric Wademan, from three yards out. Blue Hill gets their third touchdown of the game. Uh, go over the 20-point mark here, and we'll see if they can punch it in for two points here. I think they're going to put Tony Bauman in for that two-point conversion. Bauman ran it in the last time he had it, following blockers to the left side. He's going to dance around, shows good movement before diving in. That's going to be an extra point good, so eight more on the board. Score is 56-22 to 22 right now as Axtell leads Blue Hill in Blue Hill on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. At A&M Ag Partners Incorporated, we know the importance of staying connected and getting our boots dirty all season long. As seed experts, we look to get the most out of your fields by putting ourselves in them throughout the season. We know that a bad season for you can result in a bad year for your community, which is why we are here to assist year-round. Find us online at amagpartners.com or call 308-708-7447. A&M Ag Partners Incorporated, seedsmanship at work. The Breeze 94.5. Eric Wademan, the senior for Blue Hill, gets his name in the book and runs in a three-yard touchdown. Score now 56-22. to Axel leading Blue Hill, and now we're going to see a number of different players running in and off the field for special teams. Still waiting on Axel to break the huddle coming out of that break, looking at a couple of other scores. In the fourth quarter, BDS is leading Thayer Central 46-6. to as we said in the fourth quarter, Overton leads Elwood 52-12. to Over on Power 99, it's Gibbon leading Wood River 26-23. to Good high kick downfield. Axtell will pick the ball up at their own 15. Looks like that's Quinn Bertrand, and he'll run it out to the 20-yard line, just past the 20-yard line for them to get another possession late in the third quarter. Yeah, good field position there for Axtell. Got out to the 20-yard line, and we'll see if they can – Put together a drive. They got the JV offense in here, and they haven't been able to put a score up in this uh, since early in the third quarter, I do believe. Yeah, so we'll see if they can put another touchdown drive together here. They did score on their last possession on a Brennan Rungi to Calvin Johnson touchdown pass. Now we're going to see running to this near side is Colin Soderquist. Flag at the end of the play as the ball pops out, but he will pick up four. Yeah, hard to see what happened there. If it's going to be... Uh, some extracurricular or, or maybe a holding call. Ref's going to give us the call now. Waiting to see what that call is over there as they're having themselves a little bit of a conference waiting on the white cap just to get confirmation on exactly what the call is. 
looks like it's going to be didn't quite see what that call was as he was over there and the hand signal, but they are going to move downfield. They're going to say it's against Blue Hill. So fresh set of downs for Axel. First and 10 from their side of their own 35-yard line. Rungi's still in at quarterback, about to go under center. I formation behind him. Handing the ball off to Soderquist again, who's going to dance back around to that right side. Excuse me, it looks like Gavin Cole getting his first carry of the ball game. Yeah, good job by Cole there, able to wave his way through. Got about five yards on the play, and uh, Axel's put together a drive here, got help with the penalty. They're uh, about to cross the midfield line. On second down, pitching it to the far side. This is Dustin Klingsborn getting the run, and he'll be run out of bounds. The flag comes in on that play as well. It was going to be a gain of about one that Klingsborn got in flag, so we're going to see what this flag is here. We haven't had... Too many flags other than some movement on the line um, as well as some hard counts. This is going to be a hold and move Axel back, so the gain of one negated. Replay second down backed up just a little bit. Yeah, like you said, it's been a fairly clean football game uh, considering what the score is, but uh, both teams doing a nice job. That's going to bring us to the end of the third quarter. Axel leads Blue Hill 56-22 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Looks like they ran an an untimed down. as We we were a little bit confused. They hadn't put the field, did run one play. It's going to be a third down and six up coming. As that now ends the third quarter, going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we'll have the fourth quarter here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking booth that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The Breeze 94.5. Starting the fourth quarter, it's a third down and six. Rungi pitches it to the far side to Klingsborn, who's now going to cut it back to this near side. A little bit more room. He's going to pick up a first down, coming, running over a couple defenders, br- drug down just past the 25. Great cutback for Klingsborn. Yeah, so they ran shotgun there, and they, they had that two-back set in front of him. So it was basically an ISO to the left, but they also pulled the backside guard. So nobody was home on the backside when Klingsborn um, cut back there and was able to pick up about uh, 15 yards on the play. First and 10 from the 25-yard line. Rungi under center. Movement on that far side, though. Looked like the tight end jumped early. Those have been 
we've we've seen one personal foul. We've seen uh, a hold, but the majority of the penalties throughout this game have been what, either on the offensive or defensive line. As we've talked about since about midway through the second quarter, both teams. Granted, Blue Hill only has about eleven guys suited up, so it's a it's a it's still a number of the same guys, but. For both teams getting younger guys, maybe some guys in some different positions, first and 15 from the 30, Rungi going to put this one up downfield. Some good blocking, and this one goes just behind the intended receiver playing defense down there was Colton Wademan, who got his hand in front of an intended receiver, Calvin Johnson, who has one catch for a touchdown already in this ballgame. Yeah, it looks like Calvin Johnson was able to get open there, but like you said, the ball was just thrown a little bit behind, and, and Wademan was close enough to break up the pass for so that going to bring up a, um, a second 15 here. And because this game is less than 35, clock not running, Klingsborn going to take the pitch to the far side, running past the 20, past the sticks, cutting back in inside the 10-yard line. Good run by Klingsborn to move the sticks, and he is really, really running well. Yeah, he's just a tough running kid. Um, that's just the sixth carry of the game, but he, he's gone over 45 yards already, so, you know, Approaching that 50-yard mark, and that's pretty good. And just just in uh, cleanup time, so uh, yeah, good job by Axel there to put put together what looks like to be a touchdown drive. First and ten, or first and goal from the ten. Rungi handing it off to Queensborn. He's got a little space on that far side. He's going to run it in for six. Queensborn, who has had his name called a number of times on this drive, gets himself a touchdown. Yeah, good job by Queensborn to. To run through there. He had a big alley to run through, and he's been running tough the whole game. So nice John out there to the left side, and Klingsborn punches it in, and Axtell goes over the 60 point mark for the ball game. Extra point upcoming. Rungi under center. Going to pitch it to this near side. Klingsborn getting his name called again. And going to be stopped just short. It looked like actually. Excuse me, not Klingsborn. Gavin Cole getting his name called, running to this near sideline just short. But as it stands, it's going to be now 66-22. to Axel leading Blue Hill here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. People you know. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. The Breeze 94.5. Just a minute into the fourth quarter, and now that Axel themselves scored, extends the lead to 40. We're past that 35 points again. Clock will continue to run 62-22 to 22 on the 10-yard Dustin Klingsborn touchdown run. We've seen a number of different players get into the ballgame. All kinds of use for both of these teams going forward. Now we're seeing a few different players run on for special teams, figuring out where to go. Players, not just that maybe they don't get into the game at certain times, not get into these all same positions. Ball going to be caught by Wademan at his own 10, following blockers on that far side, cutting back to the near side, going to run past a couple of defenders. He's now past the 30, 35, 40, a couple guys to beat. He's going to cut it back in. Reggie Bush style now brought down just past the 30-yard line. Great return by Wademan from his own 10 out to the 28 of Axel. Yeah, great return by Wademan. Wasn't able to finish the jump cut back like Reggie Bush did versus Fresno State, you know, about 15 years ago, but still... 
Colton Wayman. He's having a heck of a game. He's a, 137 yards rushing and probably close to another 75 yards and uh, special teams return yards. So uh, good job by Wademan. He's He gets in the open field, and he's got a lot of speed. Thank you for dating us by now saying that's about 15 years ago. I'll have to find a more updated, maybe Melvin Gordon, uh, more modern running back to, to reference there as it stands, though. Great run by Wademan. In at quarterback again is Wilmot. He's going to just run to this left side, run over a couple defenders, break one tackle inside the 20, brought down short of the 15. And we've seen that alternating quarterback situation for Blue Hill with Wademan and Wilmot. Have not seen Seaman go back into the game at quarterback after he got a little shook up last quarter. Yeah, and Coach Coffey, he's also the assistant coach for boys basketball, so he doesn't want to get McLean hurt. He's going to um, probably play some minutes here on the varsity basketball team here, so he knows that's coming right around the corner. Doesn't want to risk injury um, going forward in this sports season. Wademan back in at quarterback. He's going to follow all of the blockers to the right side, makes one guy miss in the backfield, gets to the edge, and he's going to run diving past the pylon. We're going to see if he stepped out of bounds, and they say he did. Stepped out of bounds at the three-yard line. Wademan with a great run to that far side. Yeah, he didn't get in the end zone, but uh, he made it look good, made the made the pylon jump. That was pretty cool. Um, he's Yeah, he's just running hard and, and uh, is not giving up. Nice run there by Wademan out to the far side. Wilmot now will get his first chance to have a carry inside the five-yard line. He's been the one setting up touchdown runs throughout this second half, and now Wademan sets up a possibility for Wilmot. And now actually at quarterback is going to be Tony Bauman following blockers to that left side and pushed down, still shy of the goal line. He has put it in on a couple extra points, that time not able to get in for six. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna just run the same play there, try to get Bauman in the end zone. He's, he's ran the ball on some two-point conversions. This is his first, first look at uh, live game action, though. Bauman still in there at quarterback. Running back's just in front of him, takes the snap. He's not even going to follow his running backs to the left side. He runs around to the right side, does gain some yards, going to be a third down, and we're going to call it about a foot. He ignored all of his blockers on the left side and tried to just go naked to the right. Yeah, he's getting the uh, the Tom Peterson package right now where he's just going to stay in the game and he's just going to run uh, iso left, iso right, direct snap, and try to get in the end zone for the line. Third down and goal, Bauman lowers his shoulder, and they say he's in. Got in on a couple extra points, and now we're going to see Bauman score from a yard out. Good job by Bauman, the senior. Uh, we talked about it earlier. He's starting center on last year's state runner-up team, so good for him. Uh, probably getting his first career. You know, last game of the year for years on both of these teams, more than likely. Um, so it's, that's nice for him to get in the end zone. And now uh, we're going to have Wademan come back in for the two-point conversion. He's going to take the direct snap. He's going to run towards the goal line. He's going to get in for two points. So, Wademan that time, uh, Colton Wademan, puts it in for two points. And now we're going to have, see that score cut under 35 again. It's Axtell 62, Blue Hill 30 here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. 
Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. Senior Tony Bauman, he's got a couple of two-point conversion runs at six more on that last drive and capped it off with three runs inside the five before putting it in for six on a one-yard touchdown run. 62-30, to Axtell leading Blue Hill just under eight minutes to go in the ball game here on the Breeze 94-5. Looking down in six-man, it's Maywood Hayes Center leading Red Cloud. 29 to 15. Heartland Lutheran defeated Silver Lake 78 to 12. All these scores found at PlatteRiverPreps.com in the third quarter on Power 99. It's Gibbon leading Wood River 26 to 23. Over on KICS, that's ESPN 1550. Sutton defeated St. Cecilia 54 to nothing. Making the catch on his own at 10 is Quinn Bertrand on the kickoff. He'll return it out just shy of the 30 yard line. Nice return by Quinn Bertrand there. He's got the interception earlier on the game playing nice. Played a nice game so far, and um, Axtell, they're over 400 yards total offense. See if they can come out in that. See if that JV offense can put together another touchdown. We've seen both of these offenses uh, run well. Majority of the plays for Blue Hill have been just wildcat formations, uh, student body right, student body left. We have seen Axtell uh, run predominantly sweeps, isos, and then they have put it in the air a couple times with Brennan Runge, who's under center again. Handing it off to the far side, getting his name called this time, Soderquist again. Gain of five, he'll run out just past the 35-yard line. Yeah, Soderquist did a nice job of following his blocks out to the left side there, just a little power run to the left and uh, able to get five, almost six yards. And Wademan has been running real hard, comes over and cleans up the play. Second down and five for Axtell. Rungi has done a good job managing this this game since he's had his number called throughout the majority, well, all of this second half. Taking the snap under center and going to hand it off to Soderquist to this near side who's met after one yard and spun down. A couple different players in there for the Bobcats to make the tackle, including Zimmerman and Coltner. Yeah, Golter and Zimmerman came over and was able to stop the running back there for a short game. And uh, we got a third and five here for Axtell. See if See if Blue Hill can get a stop here and get the ball back, maybe put another score in, or Axel's going to convert here on third and five. Rungi back under center. Everyone in tight. Eye formation just behind him. And it was going to be a naked bootleg to the far side, but Rungi tripped as he went back. Now a fourth down and ten upcoming. Uh, fourth down and nine upcoming. Not really sure what happened there as Rungi was going back. It, they were going to fake the ISO to the right side and Rungi run naked to the far side, but just tripped on as he was trying to get going. Yeah, that turf monster reached up and grabbed him. Going to get credit for the tackle there. Fourth and nine, and uh, I believe we're going to see a punt for Max Dale. And that is the ball rolls back to the punter. Nice job getting the ball away is Brennan Rungi. Wademan catches it on his own 20, going to dance around to the near side, now past the 30, jumps through one defender, but is drugged down at the 38-yard line. Wademan, the sophomore, has run extremely well. Now a special teams run on the punt return. Yeah, he's got 19 carries on the ground and a, a number of touches on special teams and uh, been all over the field on defense. He's he's impressing me in this ball game, playing, playing really hard, playing with really good effort. Looks like they're going to, as they have, alternated with 
Wademan and Wilmot. Wilmot runs onto the field. Wademan off as he just had that punt return. Shotgun for Wilmot. Same formation they've had where he's got a couple different lead blockers just lined up in front of him. He's going to follow those to the left side. Now cutting it back to the right. Spun down after a gain of, we're going to call it five on the play. Not a lot of room to go, but a good job cutting it back inside. Yeah, showed good vision there on the on the direct snap. And he, had the, he was holding the ball kind of out. You know, not up against his body, but did a good job of, of covering it up. He did have that fumble earlier, but a nice, nice four-yard carry, able to cover up the ball, and good run by him. If you saw these coaches on the sideline, you couldn't tell that there were a number of uh, maybe not starters in the game or even the fact that once this game is done, the season will be finished. Coach Coffey, as soon as that play was done, grabbed an assistant coach who was showing some of his linemen the way they need to go grab a block. Plenty of great coaching, plenty of great play. Still in this game, Wademan in at quarterback following blockers to the right side, brought down after a gain of one. Yeah, just that same direct snap to Wademan, and uh, Axel did a nice job of bottling it up that time and nowhere for him to go. It's going to be about third and six for Blue Hill. Wilmot running back in at quarterback. We did see Axel just punt on their last drive. We haven't seen the second teamers for Blue Hill have to punt quite yet. Third down and six. Wilmot in that same Wildcat formation as he's in shotgun. Going to follow his blockers right up the middle, but he's met immediately by a couple different Wildcats sliding in there. It was Joe French, who made a great hit earlier, and on that one, he stopped Wilmot short. Going to be a fourth down and six, because all Wilmot could do was get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, French came up to the border and just uh, stopped him there in his tracks, and yeah, Wilmot had nowhere to go. Now they're going to bring Wadenham back in, and he'll take the direct snap here, uh, probably on fourth and six. That is exactly what they're going to do. Everyone will coming up in the box for the Wildcats. Wademan, a little bit of room on this near side. He's going to cut it back in. He's got the first down and a little bit more. Brought down shy of the 25-yard line. Looks like it's at the 27. So Wademan, he's got some good speed. He also cuts very well, very good uh, balance. He'll move the sticks. Yeah, and Blue Hill, you know, they've only won one game this year, but you'd be amazed how much kids grow year to year. And He's only a sophomore, and uh, he'll come back as a junior next year, and he'll be bigger and stronger and uh, putting together putting together a good showing here. 21 carries for 157 yards so far. Wilmot back in at quarterback after Wademan moved the chains. They're inside the 30. He's going to run to the left side, runs through one defender, a flag coming in at the very end of it. We're going to see what that one is, but Wilmot did run it down to the 22. Yeah, this is usually a hold uh, where he threw the ball, and I think they're going to probably send it back. And that's exactly what it is, a holding call against Blue Hill. You hate to see that when you get five or six yards on a play. So they'll back them up from where that, from where they were. Instead of having a second down and about four yards, going to be first down, and we're going to call it 17 from where they are. They do have to get down to about the – 17-yard line, and they are on the 35, so quick math tells me I'm wrong. First down and 18 from the 35. Yeah, about just a little over three minutes left in this ball game. so if Blue Hill, it's first and uh, 18 or whatever you said, so if they can convert here and uh, put together a couple more first downs, that'll almost run out the clock. Wademan jab steps to the right, following no blockers to the left side, met by almost every Wildcat defender on the field. Laying the wood at the end of that one was Brennan Runge, 
who plays quarterback on the other side of the ball right now, also in on the tackle, Colin Soderquist. So as they have had their numbers called a number of time on offense, getting it done on defense, second down and long. Yeah, those boys from Axdale came over and did a good job of gang tackling there on the sideline. Wademan still running hard, was able to kind of bust through contact and, and get about a yard there. So uh, we got second forever. and um, We did see the one pass from Wademan earlier in the game, maybe see if they go back to that. And Wademan still on the field. We've got both Wademan and Wilmot on the field. Wilmot lead blocking. Wademan is bottled up in the backfield, absolutely stuck. He did stiff-arm one defender, was trying to get around everybody, but laying the wood, Caleb Semp. I like the first name, Semp, flying in there, making a good tackle. Trying to see what they're, they're stopping. The, it's going to be an official timeout. There is an injury on the play, so we're going to step away. Just a couple minutes left in the ballgame. Axtell leads Blue Hill 62-30 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Breeze 94.5. That was uh, Colton Wademan, the ball carrier on the play. A little shook up. Looks like uh, Head got jostled a little bit at the end of it. He's carried the ball a number of times. The more times you carry the ball, um, I'd say eventually one of those is going to hurt a little bit more than the rest. Third down and very long, just on the just near midfield. Have to get down to about the 17. Wilmot back in at quarterback. He'll take the snap and follow all of his blockers to that far side but there's nowhere to go tackle in the backfield by joe french fourth down upcoming for the bobcat french did a nice job of coming up there and bottling up that direction after wilmot and uh it's still about fourth and 18 or 19 and if i'm blue hill i guess you don't really have anything to lose at this point there looks like they're going to go for it and try to convert here As they said over the loudspeakers, fourth down in Webster County to go on this play. We are now with a minute 53 and counting to go in the ball game. Axtell leads 62 to 30. Parents night in Blue Hill. We did see the seniors and all of the all of the players uh, go out before the game with their parents. We're going to see our first punt here from the Blue Hill second teamers. Decent snap back that rolled, but whistles coming in delay of game so it took a little bit to get everyone together for that that punt situation and now we're going to see McLean Seaman come back out onto the field uh looks like he's just in to block and do some punt coverage back deep waiting for that punt as Quinn Bertrand wants to get his hands back on the ball lining up to punt it in that punter is Wynn Wilmont who has run the ball quite a bit on those student bodies alternating with Wademan Good snap back. Very nice hang time from Wilmot. Uh, Bertrand muffs the punt at the 20 and rolls out to the 25. We're going to see who jumps on it there. That one went right through the hand, and they're going to say Blue Hill jumps on the ball. So even though it didn't go past those first down markers because of the muffed punt, Blue Hill will get a fresh set of downs from the 24-yard line. Yeah, that was Jerome Zimmerman came up with the football. Yeah, the it's not easy to catch punts if you're not used to it. Uh, you practice it all the time, and 
in practice, but it's just not the same in a game. So a uh, tough break there for Axel, but uh, Blue Hill hopefully going to take advantage here with uh, just over a minute to play in the ballgame. And even still, the way that punt was kicked high in the air, nice tight spiral, there was plenty of coverage downfield as well. So a great job on the punt from Wilmot, who stays in to quarterback on this fresh set of downs from the 25, following his blockers right up the middle. Now he's going to dance around to the right side, brought down after a gain of five to the 20. So not a lot of time left in this ball game, but Wilmot still running very hard, and all of these blockers for both teams as they've run the ball a lot throughout this second half and fourth quarter have done extremely well firing off the ball. Yourself, uh, a lineman back in the day, Trent, I, I know the game's out of hand, but we've seen both teams not just run the ball well with their with their ball carriers, but those lines on both sides have played well. Yeah, and a lot of them are young, so the more snaps you can get in the game, the better for them. I, I see a lot of freshmen and sophomores up there on the line, so that's that's a good sign for Blue Hills, a program. Wademan back in. He's going to run around to the left side, dancing back to the right. Now he's going to cut it up the middle. He'll run inside the 10-yard line, just shy of the 5. I'm going to say he ran all the way down to the 6-yard line, 29 seconds to go in the ball game. That'll stop the clock at least until they reset the chain. Yes, yeah, if they want to run a couple more plays and get another touchdown or they're content with the clock running out. We'll probably see one more play from Blue Hill, and that'll probably do it. Looks like Wademan stays in at at the quarterback position, even though Wilmot ran on, following his blockers to the left side. Now he's going to cut it back to the right, but a whole bunch of Wildcats on that far side. Looks like he's down to about the three inside of ten seconds to go in the ball game, and that's going to go ahead and wrap things up here from Blue Hill, where Axtell is going to get the win here in the final game of the season, 62-30. to 30. We're going to have plenty of postgame coming up with the New West postgame show. All the statistics as we got a whole bunch of guys that got carries, a bunch of guys that got on touchdowns as well. We'll also look at a few scores from around the area here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, K-L-I-Q. and get the best prices Hastings, for your grain and have breeze. records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. We're the UK Ford Superstore. I'm Superstore. Shop and center around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shop and center around you, 
Welcome back to Blue Hill, where we are in the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's look at how we got to this final score, where Axtell improved to five and three to end the season. Blue Hill falls to one and seven. Axtell had a sixty-two to 30 victory today and it all got started with Ax- with Axtell scoring on the very first play from scrimmage just seven seconds came off the clock in this one as 65 yard Creighton Kring touchdown run got the scoring started and then it was Axtell actually scoring on their first six possessions of the ball game on runs from from 21 yards out from Aaron Skaggs there's also a Tyler Danberg to Lane Bertrand 38 yard touchdown pass Blue Hill would get on the board to cut it to 22 to 6 on a 63-yard run from Colton Wademan, and then it was Axel the rest of the half on a 45-yard Tyler Danberg run, 22-yard Creighton Kring run, a 9-yard touchdown from Tom Peterson, which was a drive. He had eight carries for 48 yards on that drive, and then a 15-yard scoop and score from Aaron Skaggs. Like we said, Axel did score on their first six possessions of the game, also had that defensive touchdown, led 50-6 to at halftime. In the second half, a whole lot of different players got into the game, a lot of experiences. It looks like both of these teams will miss the playoffs. We knew that coming into this one, Blue Hill wasn't going to be in the playoffs. Axel, it looked like the way things went on Thursday, they're going to be one of the first couple teams out of the playoffs when those are released tomorrow from the NSAA. But in the second half, touchdown scored. Axel had touchdown scored on a 44-yard Brendan Rungi to Calvin Johnson touchdown. Dustin Klingsborn also scored himself from 10 yards out for Blue Hill. They put in a trio of touchdowns. First, it was a three-yard Colton Wademan run. It was a three-yard Eric Wademan run. And then Tony Bauman himself scored from one yard out to bring us to that final score of 62-30. to We're getting all the final stats because so many different players touched the ball from the first to the second half, a bunch of players getting their names in the books. But it was Axtell over Blue Hill, 62-30. to More to come on the new West postgame show here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy. Carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 
If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the New West postgame show. Trent had a whole bunch of stats to look through. Trent, what do we have for the final statistics from this ball game where Axel uh, won over Blue Hill 62 to 30? Yeah, well, we'll go ahead and start with the home team, Blue Hill Bobcats. McLean's team had ended up one for 11, 15 yards. Colton Wademan, one for one, 15 yards. Uh, Caleb Carr, one catch for 15 yards. Jace Kula, one catch for 15 yards. McLean Seaman, five carries for four yards. Um, Colton Wademan, 25 carries, 174 yards, and two touchdowns. Wynn Wilmot, 12 carries, 45 yards. Eric Wademan, one carry, three yards, and a touchdown. Tony Bauman, three carries, four yards, and a touchdown. The Bobcats ran 57 plays for 254 yards, uh, 224 of those coming on the ground. And uh, go over to Axtell. Axtell threw the ball just five times. And Tyler Danberg was one for one with yeah one for one with 38 yards and a touchdown. Brennan Rungi one for four, 43 yards and a touchdown. That 43-yard touchdown went to Calvin Johnson. Danberg's went to Lane Pertrain for 38 yards. Tyler Danberg just two carries for. 60 yards and a touchdown. Creighton Kring, four carries, 94 yards and a touchdown. Dustin Klingsborn, seven carries, 55 yards and a touchdown. Brennan Rungi, just five carries for three yards. And Aaron Skaggs, four carries, 45 yards, one touchdown on the ground. Also had a 22-yard scoop and score on the defensive side. Tom Peterson, eight carries, 48 yards and a touchdown. Colin Soderquist, Seven carries, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Gavin Cole had one carry for five yards. The Axdale Wildcats ran just 23 plays for 410 yards of total offense, 329 of those coming on the ground. We're going to take one final break, and then we'll wrap things up, give you some scores from the other games on Flat River Radio's group of stations when we come back and wrap things up from Blue Hill on The Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast, friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. The Breeze 94.5. Wrapping things up here for Blue Hill, and we want to let you know the Flat River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to flatriverpreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on flatriverpreps.com, brought to you by BNB Carpet. The reigning athletes of the month are Katie Lindner from Pleasanton and Aiden Wheelock of Menden. Looking around at the other scores from Flat River Radio's group of stations.